The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Right now, though, I want to talk about a petition to reopen the emergency departments in Nina. Ennis and St. John's uh, Hospital uh, to be discussed before uh, uh, the Oroctus. Uh, the petition is from the Midwest Hospital Campaign Group. Uh, with me uh, from that group is Connor Reedy. Uh, Connor, you're welcome to the show. We- we'll talk in just a moment about the petitions and what you want to happen. But I- I'm conscious that you kind of your involvement from this is born partly out of personal experience or rather the experience uh, that your your dad had in 2018. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Indeed, I can. Good evening, Kieran, and thanks for having us on the on the show. Um, so, basically, I've never campaigned for anything in my life. I've never been a campaigner or a protester of any sort. But um, in late uh, in 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 the summer of 2018, my 89-year-old father, who was Johnny. Um, he suffered a stroke. He lived lived at home with family, with my brother and sister-in-law, and um, we're based here in Nina. So he suffered a stroke when he was um, in for a week of respite care in a local nursing home. And he was taken to UHL, University Hospital Limerick, where um, by ambulance where he suffered two nights, roughly 48 hours, uh, in terrible conditions in the emergency department. All the conditions that I'm sure your listeners have heard so much about now from UHL emergency department and other other uh, sites across the country. Now, so that was July 2018. So um, he was 48 hours roughly on a trolley there um, at 89 years of age. He was eventually transferred upstairs within UHL, which is in itself a fine hospital. Um, he was transferred up to the stroke unit uh, where he received impeccable and wonderful care. And um, after several weeks, he was moved back to Nina Hospital, which would be, say, our closest to hometown hospital um, for step-down care with a view to going into um, a local nursing home because following the stroke, he, he needed full-time care. So he was discharged then to uh, that nursing home on the 26th of August 2018. And um, myself and my wife were there to greet him at the nursing home. My mother was already a resident there. And um, so he settled in around 1, 2 o'clock. Mm. But by, by 5 p.m. that day, that was a Monday. Um, now, bear in mind, he had only left Nina Hospital across town a couple of hours earlier. Yeah. By, by as the afternoon progressed, he was in. He was getting into a bit of bother, and by five p.m. we had a GP at his bedside, and he was diagnosed with pneumonia. And um, so he was taken. So so basically, what happened was, uh, despite his critical condition, um, the, the GP believed he. You know, obviously, he needed to go straight back to hospital. Um, um, so the GP, the nursing home family, all of us begged uh, the hospital, Nina Hospital, to take him back um, because he had just left his bed several hours earlier. Yeah. Now, it, 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 it's worth saying, Kieran, and this is very important, the people, the people in Nina Hospital, the nurses and doctors looking after him, of course they would have taken him back in a heartbeat. But unfortunately, 
HSE protocol dictated that he had to start the entire process all over again and he had to travel by ambulance back to UHL, which is, you know, um, well, Nina to Limerick, even though he had just left Nina. So, I mean, I often say the, the bed he left behind in Nina that lunchtime was probably barely cold and yet he couldn't return to it because of HSE protocol. So he was back into UHL to start the entire process there all over again. So he j- um, just he just left Nina, sent to the nursing yeah. home. As you said, the bed wasn't even cold in Nina. And he said, oh, actually, you know what? We were too quick with that. There's some breathing problems. Let's go back yeah. into the hospital. And Nina said, listen, we'd love to take him, but we can't. You've got to go all the way back to Limerick and start again. Absolutely. Uh, and start again. And, you know, I have to make clear, no criticism of Nina Hospital here. This is, um, a, this is a HSE protocol. And this... This moment in his final weeks on earth, uh, Kieran, is what got me into this campaign, the ridiculousness of that situation. And he had to start that process all over again. And the, the paramedics who came to the nursing home weren't sure he would make the ambulance journey to Limerick. That's how, how, how quickly his health had deteriorated. And did he have to wait so again in Limerick when he got there? He was, he was back into the... ED in Limerick. He spent the night within the resource ward of the recess unit of the ED in UHL. Now the recess unit, which is a scary place for anyone to find themselves, but it's it's a, it's a little bit more tolerable, or at least it was five and a half years ago when this happened. But then by and I didn't think he'd make the night. And you know, I I I said my goodbyes to him, Kieran. I won't lie to you. And I I was. Um, I made my peace with them and all the rest as as one thought they were, you know, thought they were saying goodbye. But luckily and thankfully he rallied the night and he he was conscious the next morning and he was straight back out into what I call the zoo part of the, uh, very crudely called the zoo part of the emergency department, which is, you know, the trolleys toe to toe, uh, a a corridor with trolleys on each side of it and a bare, bare minimum of space for one person to walk down through it. Um, you know, if you're immobile, um, then toileting is going to be a problem. If you are, you know, your your possessions, if you are mobile, if you need to step away for a moment, well, you, you worry about your possessions. You worry about maybe coming part, uh, you know, coming back to find someone else on your trolley. The whole thing is stress central from beginning to end. And um, so uh, the lack of... Facilities, fear, um, and disruption were constant companions during his day, and um, he was he was there again for another two nights. Basically, he was there. He was well. He had one night in resource, one night out in the, um, the, the, the 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 mad part of it, as I call it. So after that, he was transferred upstairs uh, to a general ward in uh, UHL for another week or so, and then he returned to Nina Hospital. Yeah. Um, where his his great life's journey came to an end on the 12th of September 2018. And thankfully, it was a peaceful, dignified end in the hospital in his own Mm. hometown, where where we believe and we know and everybody knows that he and everyone like him... um, should uh, should be able to have their their treatment in in their own nearest hospital and should be able to have this. So, in other words, while he didn't pass away on a UHL trolley, Kieran, the traumatic experience during his final weeks on Earth underlined the horrors of this failed yeah. 
hospital re- services reconfiguration in the Midwest. So, so it's something so, I can't actually forgive, unfortunately. You know. Yeah. Before this reconfiguration, you know, he, he'd have just gone to Nina for treatment. Someone else would have gone to Ennis for treatment. Somebody to St. John's, and and you know, similar in other parts of the country, to the local hospital, uh, they lost services. Those services centralised in kind of regional hospitals and your regional hospital, UHL. Now, you, you, you're well versed, Connor, in the kind of arguments in favour of it. There's kind of economies yeah, of scale, yeah, yeah. better infrastructure, yeah. more specialisation yeah. on hand if it's needed, you know, more collaboration and innovation, all of that. Um, that doesn't sway you, though. It doesn't. There, there are a few things about all of that, and all of those are very strong arguments. Mm. Of course they are, and we know that there's a world of daylight between, say, our campaign and uh, government slash HSE on this. Um, however, all of that is very prop. First of all, back in 2009, when this was all uh, kicking off and reconfiguration was already a done deal and was getting ready to be implemented, yeah. thousands of people marched on the streets of Nina and elsewhere in the Midwest. And they told those in power, um, this is not going to work. And this has not worked. Now, um, it could have worked. But it didn't. It could have worked had they fulfilled the promises that they made at the time. It, it could have. And that's very, I say that in inverted commas, mm. because they, they, they withdrew these services from Nina, Ennis and St. John's um, overnight, eventually, over the course of about a year. And they um, did not scale up inside in UHL. They did not scale up in Limerick. So it's the, the bottom line, Kieran, is that you cannot fit five litres of water into a three-litre three jug. It just won't work. And that's essentially what they tried to do. And they did not scale up in UHL because then what happened was the the uh, excuse was, oh, the financial crash has come, if you remember yeah. the time period, and the money isn't there to do this. So the bed capacity um, ground to a halt was never, was never uh, put in place. You had at the time... Because you don't remember in 2009 when this this started, you didn't even have the current ED in UHL that, that that's there now. You no, had a yeah. much smaller um, facility that was really a nightmare. And um, yet for four or five years, you still had the, the, the people from across two and a half counties, if you count Clare, um, North Tipperary, which is what I say is the half county, and uh, Limerick County, all of Limerick County, and of course Limerick City, all forced into this one small defective emergency department, and therefore uh, into uh, and in across a hospital where capacity was not put in place. So, um, what we have there is that. We have a system that was, the system is so flawed and the reconfiguration is failed because it got off to the worst possible start. Yeah. And they have never, ever been able to play, successfully play catch up with it. Well, listen, we're, we're, we're going to come back to the story, I think, uh, a little bit later. Connor, thank you for uh, sharing your own story, the story of um, your, your dad's experience with us as well and telling us about the no petition. Problem. The petition is from the Midwest Hospital Campaign Group. And Connor Reedy is a spokesperson uh, for that group. Uh, we had three hospitals in Limerick in the 80s, and now we have one. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.